Hello and welcome to the next session of UGC Net Psychology podcast. In the previous podcast, we discussed about the defense mechanism, the three R's and the DP. Uh, to recall, three R means regression, repression, rationalization, displacement, and projection. So let's take up a question. Uh, which has been asked previously in the net examinations uh it is it is a mass the following questions so we'll won't be uh i won't be reading the the questions all the questions over there we will be focusing on the choices so list 1 and list 2 list 1 gives a list of reactions and list 2 gives a list of defense mechanism list 1 a part a man who is angry with his neighbor goes deer hunting so what kind of defense mechanism would it be just ponder over it they already studied this kind of defense mechanism this defense mechanism would be displacement this is something different from the one what we have read so with an example you can recognize that a person has displaced his uh, one response to the other similarly uh, the earlier example what we have read in con- in terms of displacement was a man redirect angers from his boss to his child so that that is displacement now next we come to the other point a smoker insist there is no convincing evidence that smoking impairs health so what kind of defense mechanism is this this is a denial defense mechanism where a person denies a known fact just to fit his own desires third one someone who seek secretly enjoys drugs and works to outlaw it what kind of defense mechanism would it be that is a reaction formation defense mechanism we will study about reaction formation in our upcoming sessions then the fourth one is a man who beats his wives writes a book arguing that people have a, an instinctive need for aggressive behavior again we already read that this is a kind of a projection defense mechanism now once we proceed further we'll get to know that uh, the terminologies are more important so that is why i would Uh, request all the learners to keep note of these keywords because in psychology the key terms are more important and they are used over and over again so and that is why the important definition and the important understanding of these keywords is more often required because ugc net examination nowadays is focusing on more of the applied part rather than uh, simply the statement part now in order to keep up with our with our pace in learning and preparing for the ugc net examination uh in this session i would like to discuss about a few important method in which you can uh do a deep work uh for your preparations deep work involves uh, a completely focused concentrated work which gives you the output so there is one method uh, which is being uh, much talked about in in terms of deep work that is the rhythmic rhythmic philosophy of deep work scheduling now how does that work so it says that uh, you need to have 
a kind of tangible measures which uh, help you to recall or recollect how much time you have invested in the deep work and then again maintain that continuity one example of this is the chain method in this chain method for example you can have a calendar in front of you and whenever you complete your task or complete a given chapter you cross out the calendar in front of you when you cross out the calendar in front of you and the next day also you cross out a calendar in front of you and this continues on and on and on then you will have a line of cross which is formed over there so your task would be to keep a rhythm in that line formation so uh, then you can have build up your confidence that you are working on your target and working on your project and this is a tangible thing which you can have before the examination another important thing which uh, you can do is you need to have a timeline in front of you how you can create a timeline you can uh, download apps which are already present over there one app which i would uh, uh, suggest is is a app called time until so once you frame a target of mine okay when you say okay 20 days i have to prepare for the examination or 20 days i will have uh, before my mock test so what you can do is you can download this app time until or any other app which focuses which gives you uh, a counter uh, based on the number of days and hours and minutes present before you are writing for the examination so that you can have a tangible track in front of you to keep track of all the things which you are doing now coming back to uh, our studies is uh, since we are able to grasp and we and we are able to understand the basic mechanism over there in psychology uh, which are already there like these defense mechanism and the personality theories there are certain aspects which are being increasingly asked in the examination and not covered by most of us because these are uh, things which we rarely come to know and understand so this is the indian perspective on on personality so covering uh, of the indian perspective of personality involves a uh, few lines which i will focus upon most of the major schools of indian thought both orthodox like vedanta and yoga which follow the teaching of upanishad as well as the heterodox such as buddhism and jainism present theory of personality that reflects their distinctive view of the world now since the indian thoughts suggest a distinctive view of the world so uh, in terms of modern psychology the idea that individual manifests stable and persistent characteristics or trait is widely acceptable in sanskrit the term swabhav is used to suggest that each individual has a distinctive characteristics so you need to understand and memorize that swabhav represents bhav of a person means of an individual person a common synonym of the word swabhav is prakriti now you need to register this these two words swabhav and prakriti prakriti which is a term from sankhya system will read about the systems of philosophy also because they are also increasingly asked in the egc net examination so uh, when you talk about prakriti 
which is a term derived from the sankhya system to designate everything in the material world so we have three words now we have swabhav we have prakriti and we have the sankhya system now according to the sankhya system all the events are guided by natural laws sankhya is uh, numbers so when you have the natural numbers starting from 0 to 1 to 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 and all uh, ahead so we have all the events so like the numbers rather like the natural numbers all the events are guided by natural laws all things develop according to the inherent features and so do all human beings so sankhya system we can see it gives rise to the uh, prakriti which is equivalent to swabhav now all the changes in the material world arise from the mutual interaction of the three components these are uh, the component of sattva rajas and tamas so what we can say is the sankhya system says that all the system are guided by the natural laws and changes in them comes from the interaction of the three components or these three components are the gunas of the prakriti one is sattva which means light and enlightenment second is rajas means energy energy you can have a synonym with the raja so raja has energy and movement so rajas means energy and movement and tamas which involves darkness and inertia so that it is the interaction of the gun of three guns sattva rajas and tamas which determine the changes in the material world in individual human in the individual human beings as in all material objects one of these components remains generally strong based on this conceptual framework the bhagavad gita describe three types of personality the sattvic type of personality in which the sattva guna dominates means uh, the person tend to be wise and emotionally stable second thing is the rajasic type in which the rajas gunas dominate to make the individuals active and emotional while the dominance of the tamas guna makes tamasic individual slothful and ignorant the bhagavad gita provides elaborate description of these three personality type in recent years attempts have been made to develop paper and pencil tape to pencil test to measure the degree to which person may re- may reflect the features of any of these types wolf shilpa and murti they have studied on this concept now in terms of buddhist and Jaini- jainism we find different types of typologies consistent with the respective views in indian thought the concept of person is more important than that of personality this is an important point we all should remember now while the personality implies emphasis on traits that distinguish one individual from the other the concept of person suggests the more crucial aspects of being human in advaita vedanta system for instance person are viewed as entities which have five nested sheets kosas so person according to advaita philosophy is made up of five different covers the outermost cover according to this advaita philosophy is involves the body ananyamaya kosh the second one involves the vital breath pranamaya kosh so the outermost is the body the next 
layer is the breath breath that manifests through physiological functions the middle layer involves sensory and mental functions the manomaya kosh the fourth layer consists of the cognitive structure and function vigyanamaya kosh while the experience of joy makes for the innermost uh, core anandamaya kosh so what we can say is the innermost layer is the anandamaya kosh out then the middle one is the kosh which involves functions the sensory so we can say the sensory are the middle functions or um, again as a muscle in the body are the middle part they are always uh, uh, available in the mesodermal layer so we can say is sensory and mental functions the monomyocos are the middle part then comes when you go towards the outside is the breath it is more related to your uh, muscles uh, functions of the muscles and then the outermost part uh is the body itself anand may kosh so you you need to understand that it might create confusion in your own cognitive structure anand may is the innermost and anand and annamaya is the outer part what it basically means is that for comprehensive understanding of person it is necessary to account for not only its physical feature but also its physiological sensory and cognitive feature as well as the innermost subjective experience so this is the whole and soul crux of the advaita vedanta system according to advaita vedanta system a person is designated by the term jeev literally means a living being and is conceived as a knower yani uh, and in this we we call the term janata means who has gyan of everything experiencer of pleasure and pain bhokta and the agent capable of freely choosing a course of action karta in other words capacity for cognition emotional experience and volition are viewed as the most crucial features of a person the significance of such conceptualization is that capacities are essential for a person's moral conduct so in terms of vedanta philosophy what we can say is this views the person as the ethical aspect of the human functioning so that's all regarding to the vedanta philosophy we will cover the other philosophies in the later part of our podcast thank you